Hi there and happy Friday, Healthish fam. I'm your host, Ali Izzo, and I'm also the digital editor at Body and Soul. And today I wanted to tackle the age-old question, which is how can we have better sex? And who better to ask than intimacy coach and one of Australia's most well-known escorts, Samantha X. Samantha switched careers in her late 30s, swapping journalism for escorting, and is now a trained NLP and intimacy coach. And she writes extensively on relationships, desire and sex, sometimes for bodyandsoul.com.au. I wanted to quiz her on what men really want, what makes someone good in bed, in inverted commas, and how women can feel more empowered during sex. Welcome Thank to Healthish. Thanks for inviting me, Ali. Oh, pleasure. Now, you are currently writing for the site, which is very exciting, mm-hmm. and I so appreciate the expertise that you bring to those articles. There was one that we posted the other week that mm-hmm. did really well, and it was kind of around this idea of, or the misconception, really, about what we think men want in bed versus what they actually want in bed. And just a disclaimer here, it's not to say that we really care what men want because it's about what we want as well. But if we're going to ask the question, I wanted to know, in your experience, what did you learn about, what was the undercurrent or the common theme about what most men wanted Mm. when they came to see you? Well, it it never fails to surprise me uh, that they... Sex isn't always what they want. Um, you know, I mean, I, I, I charge my fees. They pay my fees. Um, and men who pay that kind of money aren't just looking for sex. Hmm. Uh, they're looking for so much more. They're looking for connection. They're looking for intimacy. And um, they're looking for foreplay because so many women shut that shop up. Um, so pleasuring you not mm. just pleasuring them they're looking at pleasuring you that's um, so interesting because you'd think in your line of work you're a service provider and mm. you'd think that they were the ones who wanted to be no. adored and pleasured and you know all the rest of it lie I, back and close their eyes essentially no i call myself a mental health specialist yeah that, to be honest <laughs> Sounds like an it. overpaid i've always said i'm an overpaid psychologist <laughs> with these guys um no they really love oral sex on women Mm. Most of them. In fact, Mm. 99.9%. And um, there are men that will quite happily do that instead of anything else. Mm -hmm. I know. Because I think so many women, I mean, I used to be very self-conscious of that Mm. um, before I became an escort. And I think a lot of women out there feel very self-conscious about the way they look down there, Mm -hmm. about whether they smell or not, smell funny. And, um, you know, whether they, maybe they can't have an orgasm through that and they feel they have to fake it. Yeah. So I guess that's... Yeah, well, that is surprising. That is not what I expected you to say at all. I think that's what makes it the article that you wrote so easy, which I will, by the way, I will link to in the show notes as well if you mm. want to read it. So when it comes to, do you think that all people then, not just men, are looking for when it comes to sex and intimacy, mm. that it is that sense of play that maybe does drop off later in long-term relationships or as people maybe just get older or more tired or... I think real life sets in and um, the percentage of clients I have that are married, and not all of them are married, um, they say the same thing, that they're either sleeping in separate bedrooms or they have separate lives or maybe they just can't stand the sight of each other Mm. anymore after Mm. 25, 30 years. Um, And, you know, women go through a lot of changes um, physically Mm. and I think when children come onto the scene, the woman, the wife, the girlfriend, the partner, whatever, they focus their energy mostly on the children. And I'm not saying... Absolutely, that it's always the woman's mm. issue or fault at all. Mm. I mean, I've got a girlfriend who um, whose husband never wants to have sex. Yeah. So it works both ways. Yeah, definitely. And do you think that 
I mean, what makes someone good in bed? And that's a, like such a loaded term yeah. because, I mean, how do you even judge that kind of stuff? But do you feel like there's something which, um, you know, in, you, in your experience with be, being with different guys, mm-hmm, that some mm-hmm. are better at it than others? What is the thing that, that mm-hmm. makes someone good in bed or makes them a good lover, an attentive lover? One, one thing only self-confidence really yeah absolutely like embrace your body embrace your curves men don't care about your wrinkles or cellulite they don't ever see it so don't point it out (laughs) um self-confidence for sure and Mm. um if we're talking about women Mm. um i mean i have an agency too an escort agency and the most the number one request i get from gentlemen is they want mature curvy confident women who like to talk really yeah so there's this huge misconception about the adult industry that it's just about swinging from chandeliers, you know, kinky, fetish. So there is, of course, that element to it. Mm. Um, but in my experience, and I can only talk about my experience and that, that of the girls that work for me, mm. um, I mostly employ women in their 30s, 40s, 50s, um, 60s even, I employ. Wow. And um, because they're more confident about their body. You know, these aren't perfect women. They're just normal women. Mm. You know, don't look at the images online and think, oh, my God, these women are models. They're not. They're just... <laughs> Airbrushed, yeah. and they're you know mine included, and um, they they just you know love men, love sex, love the connection, and love their bodies. Yeah, wow. So, what would your advice be to say listeners who are who are hearing this and being like, well, that's a that's comforting, that's mm-hmm. great. I don't mm-hmm. have to look like a supermodel, not, not to, at all, or I don't have to have like amazing gymnastic skills in the bedroom, no. or like be a karma sutra kind of expert. Absolutely not. So. How do you cultivate that kind of confidence? Yeah, it's hard. Yeah, no, like how do you how do you kind of switch that on to be like whatever your body is? Yeah, and we all have um, insecurities, absolutely, you know, all and myself included. Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. So how do you kind of like switch that off, so to speak, and then switch on? You know, the sexy, confident yes. kind of like going into that mode where you just want to connect with yes. your partner. Well, as a professional, in mm. my experience, I I sort of think it's showtime, and I become this character Samantha mm. that I've created, and I always say Samantha is way more confident than the, the real me. So it's like Beyonce with her Sasha Fierce. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, I just created this character and as soon as I walk, I open the door to a hotel room and I think to myself, showtime. Um, but for, for women who are not escorts. Yeah. Um, but I think that applies in any yeah. sexual relationship you're having. Do you think so? Yeah. I think so. I think you've got to turn it on because you, especially if you've got kids and stuff, you got to, you kind of shake off your everyday persona because yeah, that's not sexy most of the time. No. It's, well, no, but it's real life, isn't it? I mean, look, mm-hmm. when I was in a long-term relationship, I, I, I just, I never wanted sex that much. Um, yeah. But this is my job. This is what I do. So, and this is what I hear from men. And I think women who want to be more confident in bed, um, just be more confident. You know, mm. start to love your body. Of course, um, you know, healthy mind, healthy body, um, fit mind, fit body. But um, you're harder on yourself than men will ever be. And you're, I mean, women, we're, we're terrible critiques of our own bodies, but you don't need to be because, you know, my God, I'm not perfect and I'm, you know, you know, an escort and I, you know, men pay me for mm. my time and body and mind. I don't mm. know why they pay me for my mind. Actually. <laughs> well, <it's because laughs> I'm, a bit, I'm a bit dorky, but um, um, I think they realise the mistake as soon as they walk into the room. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, just, just fake it till you make it is all I can say. Mm, I like that. Well, thank you so much for thank your time. You. I really appreciate Thanks you coming in me. and we'll get you back on for sure. Thank you for having me. 
I hope that Samantha opened your eyes to some sexual truths. She certainly made me reconsider what I thought men wanted between the sheets. So we're all learning here. Please, if you enjoyed the ep, take a moment to rate, review and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And until Monday, have a wonderful weekend and stay healthish. I'm Sarah Lamarquin, Editor-in-Chief of Stella and host of our podcast called Something to Talk About. Every weekend we publish a new episode where you'll hear compelling personalities, strong opinions and thought-provoking conversations. I wanted to be able to do it in my time when I was ready and speak my truth when I was ready. The topic of when do I become a mum, that is in my mind 24-7. Search for Something to Talk About wherever you listen to your podcasts.